Yeah, I want to loop back on something you mentioned in regards to when there are conflicting um, perspectives. Jess, there are, you know, let's life is messy and you get investor, maybe even internally in your team, right? The CEO wants to go this way. You as the owner of the, all the portfolio companies want to go this direction. And there has to be obviously one way or the other. Um, and, and, and it is messy. How do you navigate that? How do you think about it? What's that perspective? What's that data loop that you're able to get all the data to be able to make the right decision? The traditional way of thought is that there are two ways to approach this. One is you uh, micromanage them and you tell them what to do. The second line of thought is you give them autonomy. You say, look, I empower this person and do what they think is best. As long as they don't kill the company, they should do whatever they want. And I think there's actually an option three that we don't talk about, which is if you have that fundamental disagreement, that means that neither of you fully see the other person's perspective and you haven't gotten to the underlying truth of what's going on. And maybe there's an alternative solution that you guys have not come up with. So maybe both of you are wrong and you should use some option three or some compromise of option A and B, right? And so I think those topics deserve more time and attention. Perhaps they deserve an outside perspective, someone else to come to the table and help you brainstorm. And so I actually and so very rarely have those situations. I really hate those situations. And I love this book um, called Never Split the Difference, which is a negotiation yeah. book. Um, I was talking about this by Chris Voss. Love Chris Voss. Um, he, was my actual, he was actually my personal negotiation coach for awesome. a while. And uh, he was a uh, hostage negotiator for the FBI and his negotiation book is number one on Amazon for negotiation. So I highly recommend it. He argues that if you are trying to negotiate for a hostage and then the person says, I want a million bucks and you say zero and then you just meet in the middle. It's like, all right, fine, let's meet in the middle at 500K and then you'll free the hostage. You didn't necessarily fix the problem. The person with the hostage, right? This um, kidnapper is like, they, they actually care about something completely different, like fame. They want to be recognized or they, they're actually sad that they don't have uh, prosperity and freedom where they live, or, you know, they're in this gang organization because they want to have the pride and feeling of belonging, right? You're not understanding that when you just meet in the middle on any topic. That's what he argues. I believe that philosophy applies to all aspects of business where you disagree with someone. So, and I, and I believe this. So it's like, you can, you can, uh, and I think that's an interesting way of thinking about it, the third level. And you say it doesn't happen often now. And, and what do you mean it doesn't happen that often? Is it the third process or is it just mis misunderstanding where it's conflicting? Oh, yeah. Well, if I disagree with the CEO on something, it's usually because I don't oh, okay. understand the underlying thing well enough. And it means I need to spend a little bit more time having that discussion with someone. So I never pick option one or two. I never micromanage them, and I don't just let them go off on their own if I disagree. Um, we go to option three. And so that's why pretty much every single time it's going to be option three. Because of that, because of learning and understanding because of this approach, exactly. Um, and also when, when I'm hiring a CEO for a company, I'm trying to understand philosophical alignment early on. What are our motivations? What do they want to do? How do they approach problems? And because I take so much time to understand that before we bring them in, we, you know, usually we're aligned. 
on 90% of topics, 95% of topics. It's very few topics that get to this point where we have to put in more time. Okay. Interesting. This is, this is so incredible in the way you navigate that because I'm always intrigued when you have these tough conversations and it's really that understanding communication. But then I always love how you look at it at a deeper level where there's something there. Why, you know, how, what do they want out of this? Is it status? Is there, you know, recognition? Is there other things? Um, Jess, I really appreciate you being on today. Uh, being authentic, very vulnerable, just showing unapologetically up and, and being who you are and how you, how you show up into the world, but also, you know, very humbly as well. I can tell that you have just a very humble spirit. I really appreciate you. I know we, we talked a lot about kind of the mindset and the spiritual things and as well as just the way to think about this stuff. But I think that's, like you mentioned, it overlaps directly into your business success. Uh, for those that want to reach out to you, uh, to learn a little bit more about what you've got going or or maybe just be part of, you know, your mission and your vision and follow um, your, your your content. How do they reach out to you, Jess? Yeah, go to my LinkedIn, I would say. Uh, LinkedIn.com slash in slash Jessica Ma or just search Jess Ma on LinkedIn. Um, send me a note there and I've got a lot of posts I put out. That's awesome. Week. And yeah, that link will be in the description below. I'll put all website content down there as well. Uh, and she puts out a lot of good post content for you. A lot of our audience to consume and read. I highly would recommend listening to it. 